Welcome to the Business Clicks podcast, the podcast that interviews business owners to discuss their struggles, strategies, and successes with using the power of the internet to grow their business. We discuss the transition from brick and mortar growth strategies to digital alternatives. We provide new and exciting tactics each business can use to be successful in this new digital world. I'm your host, Adam Barbro, and let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Business Clicks Podcast. In this episode, I really wanted to talk about how to charge more for what you're currently doing or what products and services that you currently offer. And this is really about how do we avoid, I guess, customers drawing our products and services into comparisons with the competition that results in us having to fight on price. This is a massive component of both branding, marketing, and eventually developing that into an effective marketing strategy. And this is something that I'm really passionate about because it doesn't have to be the way it is for most businesses. They don't have to be fighting on price and trying just to come up with discounts and you know cheaper cheaper prices on the products and services in order to actually get sales and keep, I guess, the business rolling. I guess, how do we instead actually attract customers that see the value in our products and services and are prepared to pay you know, whatever you're asking? whether that's t- double what you're currently charging on products and services, how do, we, how do we get double that? Then how do we double that again? And the answer is that we have to learn through posi- positioning, branding, and marketing how to stand out from the competition rather than fit in. And this is really difficult because there is definitely a natural inclina- inclination as humans to try and be safe, fit in with the others, you know, fit in with the group around us. And we then bring this into our business decision making and we make you know the safe decisions that we think that will provide us the best opportunity for success where in reality to be safe is just to be boring it's to be unoriginal and the result is that we end up looking exactly like our competitors this attempt to be successful through being safe basically means we attempt to be successful through bland decision-making that ensure that we build a business that makes us directly comparable to the competition. And businesses that are compared to competitors have no choice but to fight on price as they are and they become commodities in the market. And commodity businesses are replaceable. They are completely undifferentiated and they, as a result, attract price-driven customers. Whereas businesses with products and services that are actually unique, that are differentiated and are bold, are able to attract the type of customers we want, which are value-driven customers. These products and services that take this approach stand out for good reason and avoid being drawn into a comparison game with competitors because they are differentiated. It is these products and services that are positioned for rapid growth and big profits in today's option-rich markets. And I think it's for this reason that we really must prioritize courageous and positioning for our businesses to inform how we develop our products and services. There must be a position, positioning first, I guess, led decision-making process where we're prioritizing our, how we're going to stand out for our customers and bring them value rather than thinking about the products and services for first and see what others are doing. And effective positioning is really not just about who we target, but it really should be influencing what we do and how we do it. This really allows us to avoid being, 
and developing another me too products and service that so many products and services out there are. The huge majority of businesses out there at the moment are just in more me too products and services that with very little differentiation at all between what they're doing and what their competitors are doing. And in order to do this, in order to use positioning as as the priority to inform our products and services, we must first understand the competitive landscape. We must understand what our competitors are actually doing. Understanding the competitive landscape really gives us the data necessary to ensure we can be both good at what we're offering, but more importantly, we can be different from the competition, both of which are essential if you want to be a leader in your niche or a leader in your market or a leader in your sub-market. After all, you can't be a leader if you're just following what everyone else is doing. So before we differentiate our products and services, we must then first we must first ensure that we're really that we're picking a strong market to position our business in. And in order to pick a strong market, and I've talked about this before, that first we must first use four criteria to assess whether the market we're actually going into is worth our time and effort and realistically money. So the first of these of the four criteria that we must assess to pick a good market first is that there is actually a pain point or problem that needs solving. And there are two techniques to really discovering whether this pain point exists. The first technique is to get heavily involved in the market, you know, join the groups, read industry magazines, join associations, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and really experience what it's like in the shoes of the consumer. And that way you can you can see from first-hand experience, any problems that actually exist. The second technique is by, I guess, firstly, being quite empathetic to the consumers in the market in an attempt to really understand what troubles they may be having. And then you must develop a process for your products and services of rapid development, um, launching, measuring, learning, and then adapting those changes as necessary in order to understand through trial and error what the market actually wants or needs. So they're the two techniques to really understand the first criteria of is the market actually having problems or pain points that need solving. After discovering that, you must next assess if the if they actually if the market actually has the purchasing power to pay the price for your products and services. So for example, targeting the unemployed with a product on how to get work fast, for example, may meet the first criteria and help solve a problem, but you might find it very hard selling it to those people because they don't have a source of income. They are unemployed after all. And there are other strategies around that, but realistically, it's probably not the best market because that's going to make it very difficult for you. So the second criteria is making sure they have purchasing power. The third criteria is really selecting a market that is easily targetable. Thanks to the huge number of just online groups and blogs and social media channels and like industry magazines, associations and other areas where groups sort of come together, finding your market and market and targeting them has never really been easier. However, if you're if there's not really a big market there or you're an early player in a niche market, you may actually find that none of those things exist and it's extremely difficult to find a method for actually targeting your ideal customers. So that's the third criteria, making sure that your market or your target personas are easily marketable. That will make your life so much easier to actually grow and and profit from a business. The fourth and final criteria is assessing a market 
and checking whether it is part of a trend and is therefore part of a, a larger growing market. A market that is shrinking like newspapers simply don't have the funds or capacity to look uh, for new products and services when they're really just struggling to make, you know, turnover and get even just trying to make a profit based on what their current situation is. So leveraging trends will really help you compound the company's growth and increase opportunities available for you both now and in the future. So once you've gone through and assessed those four criteria, pain point, uh, purchasing power, uh, easily targetable and trending or growing market, once we've found a strong market for your business, you can then develop a positioning strategy with confidence that a product or service that is truly differentiated will allow your business to stand out and attract a segment of the market that will actually get real value from what you offer. So we've now differentiated ourselves in a strong market and now what we're going to do as a result is find customers that actually get value from what you offer and are more interested in paying more because they're getting they see the value in how you're different from all the other competitors in your market. So Seth Godin says something a bit about this where he says how can you market yourself as more bland than the leading brand? The real growth comes with products that annoy, offend, don't appeal, are too expensive, too cheap, too heavy, too complicated, too simple, too something. And of course, they're too, too for some people, but they're just perfect for others. And as we've found with like a strong market and you know, we've positioned our brand successfully on the edges, we'll find that we're actually able to serve a segment of the market better than the bland, boring businesses that currently exist ever could. And therefore, the courageous steps we took to actually differentiate our brand allows us to avoid being commoditized and attract customers that are value-driven. And value-driven customers are more willing to pay for something that is unique at solving their problems. So businesses are businesses that are unable to charge more for what they what they do are those that have really failed to accurately access both the competitive landscape and then use that information to find ways of being both good at what they do but most importantly being different from everyone else that is offering products and services they have a poor market and even poorer positioning and that's why they can't charge more for what they're currently doing the last thing i want to say about this is when we talk about differentiation and we go through this in our positioning workshop and spend a lot of time on actually developing a real point of differentiation. Differentiation is not cheaper, it's not faster, or it's not, you know, quotation marks, better, whatever the F that means. It's how it's how you do things that are differently that actually mean something that's tangible, whether it's how you your products, you know, look, whether it's how you deliver them, whether that's how, how they're sold, whatever it is, it's something that's actually real and different. That's how you... That's the first steps in proper differentiation. So that's all for today. If you're having trouble charging more for what you currently do, if you're going to be charging double what you're currently offer, um, charging for your products and services, do that. Assess your market and then look realistically at whether you're good compared to your competition or what you're actually offering. And more importantly, how different are you from your competition? And you can't just be a little bit different. You have to be radically different. You have to actually want to stand out compared to what everyone else is doing. You have to be courageous with your positioning. We do this in our positioning and branding workshops as the first step of working with brands. It's a non-negotiable for me because I see regularly the impact that it has on a business and being able to grow 
rapidly and actually have better profits. That's how important it is, is that I don't work with brands unless we're able to go through and work on their branding and positioning. So that's all for today. If you're struggling with that, just go out and implement it and spend a bit of time working this out and see how it can make a difference to your business. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next episode. I'm your host, Adam Barbro. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Clicks podcast. 